Hey everybody, I'm Brian Possein, comedian, writer, actor, nerd. I've been playing D&D with my friends for a long time. I decided to do a new podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons in my very own dining room with my wife, kid, and my noisy dogs. So meet my friends, Sarah, Kev, Dan, Blaine. Now it's time for another episode of Brian Possein's Nerd Poker, Season 2. Hey everybody, Rhodes is at a party, fucking partying. So this is Brian Posehn. Shirts off. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna get nuts. <laughs> They'll be home soon. You'll hear the door open and dogs uh, scamper around. Uh, I'm Brian Posehn, like I said, and this is Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Brian? That was, We're live that was really brave. Tonight. <laughs> that was brave. That was We're very going brave. up right before. Uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. I don't like that. <laughs> and my friends are here. Why did you flash the applause sign? <laughs> it was kind of unnecessary, and I felt prompted. Sarah. Hi. Dan. Hi. Blaine. Everybody's Hi. sitting where they're supposed to be sitting. I like it. Oh, yeah, we did mix it, it up a little. All as it the, should be. We just yeah, recorded yeah. those bonus. Ken was on the other side, and I, yeah. it was weird. It was weird to me, was, too. I was, I was, like, I I was did, off. I was delivering all my, to- my uh, out-of-date punchlines to the wrong seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mavis is here. Hi, Mavis. How? <laughs> oh, she liked that. She did like that. She lit up. She was like, I'm a, I'm a real special lady. Yeah, I'm rubbing near her There back. was a giant was... moth also earlier yeah. visiting. Oh, my God. That yeah. thing was enormous. But Ken ate it. Uh, <laughs> like, you, like we asked him to. <laughs> We're, uh, uh, what's going on with our... Uh, our, our Patreons? Our Patreon people. Well, you know, they make everything possible, Brian. I know they do. Right? Mm-hmm. They sure do. And uh, here's Get how... lights on. Here, here's how they identify themselves with names like Drat with two T's. Thank you, Drat. Thanks, Drat. It's, Thank- like, it's like Rat, but like Don Rat. I get it. Thank you, Carrie Marsh. Thanks, Thanks Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Uh, thank you, Bodie Built My Hot Rod. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Thanks, Bodie Built My Hot thank Rod. Thank you, Marcus Nolan. Thanks, Marcus. Fake name. Thank you, Eric Jessen. Thanks, Eric. Twice as fake. <laughs> Thank you, Alexandra Rupert. Thanks, oh, Alex. Jesus. Thanks, Alexandra. Thanks, Alexandra. I don't get these names. Oh, you, you, you want some like goof ones? You want to go back? Uh, All right, we'll go back to some goofy names real quick uh, before we we end this segment. Let's give a shout out to Postal Blowfish. Thank you, Postal <laughs> Blowfish. Uh, of the Hampton Blowfishes. Thank you, Fart Angelo Dinklespitz. <laughs> Fart Angelo Dinklespitz. <laughs> His name is her name, too. And thank you, Not a Creepy Weirdo. Thanks, Not a Creepy Weirdo. So when last we left our One more time for Rob Schneider. Oh, no, no, not him. <laughs> you can interrupt me, Blaine, but not for Rob Schneider. <laughs> You're right. Can it's we here for Adam bought me this house. <laughs> Arkin? Uh, so yes, when... Thank la- God you're back and you're... Right. <laughs> um, you guys were in a mage tower and you just killed a bunch of people in it. Uh, yeah, the, we it, did. It, it's uh, normal archmage had been supplanted by some spies. There are a couple of drow and a couple of lunar elves. And you're now 
kind of commiserating. Um, I'm going to pull up the exact floor because this is a, a kind of tall, complicated mage tower in Gostel that you guys are hanging out in. But uh, you guys... Lane, what is, uh, what is this Dan Humming brought to you by? Uh, well, you know, uh, while Dan's humming, it's time for a quick nerd poker news update. Is that it? <laughs> Nerd Poker News Update. Left Shark from Katy Perry's performance was killed for soup and to give a Chinese guy erection. I can't find my notes, so I'm going to just skip it. But you guys, uh, I'll, pull it up. You, I'll, pull up. I'll pull it up if we have to, you, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to ignore. I'm in straight-up denial, so I don't have to uh, grapple with what just happened. Um, you're in the main shower. wearing headphones that's in the, a like, cubicle really while you're working, <sighs> like intense. somebody right now. Yeah, I just listened to episode just 11. Start. They don't have yeah. your drums anymore. Episode, yeah. Beginning of episode 11, sorry, it was, was just, just using my diaphragm. everybody shouting tester. at the same time oh, for like shit. eight I'm minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, you guys. Hey, it's all part of the fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun aneurysm. Jingle. A funurism. A fun- <laughs> at, at least we, at least we have uh, our own mics. Oh, yeah. There's I not eight people shouting toast. into one microphone oh, yeah. like the old days. So uh, you guys are with three. Last year. Shut the. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you Get got- out of my house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Game over, man. <laughs> hey, look, he left a Dan Telfer-shaped hole in the wall. I was torn between my desire to keep going and my desire to commit to the bit. Um, Feeling like a fool. Uh, I was. And so uh, you guys do not feel like fools, however, because you just smote a bunch of creepy-looking dudes. And you uh, had just investigated a tree that nobody thought should be growing in this mage tower. You'd pass it a couple of times when you were marching up and down, trying to clean out all the baddies. And there might be, might be some baddies above the 15th floor. That's as high as you guys went. You didn't kind of go up into the top half of the mage tower. There are too many magical protections. You guys kept bouncing off of them. So you're, you're about a quarter of the way up the mage tower in this room that's supposed to be a meditation room, but has a mysterious tree in it. And... Uh, Esmeralda had ingested a pollen uh, briefly when uh, she and Bodhi tried to advance into the room a little bit, and she had a vision. And uh, everything still kind of smells... Vision of love. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. It was a vision of Zinzarina, I think. Yeah, uh, it was Zinzarina yeah. vision. It definitely felt like you were uh, getting a sort of royal cult kind of invitation um, because you were you were getting some kind of Zinzarina gospel imprinted in your brain for a second. Like right. you were a lead actress on Smallville who was recruiting women for a sex yeah. call. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that is oh, the God. weirdest yeah. news so story crazy. in the world. Yeah. Much as actual humanity has experienced a darkness unlike we have seen before, and you Mason guys Reese. have uh, <laughs> gotten a glimpse into uh, what Zinzarina's up to. Um, you sort of, you sort of, Sarah Esmeralda yeah. witnessed a sort of fable. <laughs> right, she was like, the blood, it's my blood, the blood is and here. And the blood thing the blood. seemed kind of rote, I would think, to Esmeralda. Right. It felt, it felt like you, like a very direct kind of bossy voice mm-hmm. saying it. And when you saw the crown, it felt very symbolic, not like you were actually witnessing part of a story. It was like, right. this is like a, almost a, a hallucinogenic flyer that you're being handed into your brain. Right. So... Yeah, <laughs> but you but you're still kind of I, I would think kind of 
feeling the after effects of it because you did sort of see it with your own. Right. Yeah. Keep an eye on me because I, I failed mm-hmm. that constitution. Everything check. still smells like mushrooms and mildew and because you were in the caves of the Underdark f- for just a moment. Okay. But it felt want, very real. Do you want my Vix inhaler? <laughs> I want to borrow my Vix inhaler. So you were kind of pondering what to do next. I would say, um, Esmeralda, you remember that there were a couple of weeks between like this, the seance that transformed all the students and the mage tower falling. Right. And then the mage tower actually sprouting the into mage a gl- towers, they're falling. Um, right. They're not yet. That was incorrect information or whatever yeah. that reference was. Um, but like the Warner Brothers gl- cartoon. was it actual- 700 years ago. Okay. Right, that the actual event that's supposed to still be taking place, the dorms, we need to f- figure out where the people right. are. And, and so you've got three sort of instructors right. with you, um, and um, one of them wants to go run off and talk to the students. Uh, she's like, uh, yeah, you know, the, we need to make sure the dorms are okay. So I'm, if, okay. if, you, I mean, if I you'll forgive Brian, me, yeah. I'm going to... Well, we definitely need to check out the dorms. I know, um, sorry, what's your name again? Brian. Bodhi. Bodhi. Uh, I know Bodhi maybe wanted to just set the tree on fire, so I'm not sure if he wants to just try that or if we should just go deal with the... Uh... So the, the the instructor that's leaving, um, she introduces herself. She's uh, uh, Master Gendy, and she says, you know, I, please, whatever, please don't do anything rash. Like, this is a, okay. like a, a large magical bomb in our mage tower. There's clearly something going on here. If If what you say is true, and this other mage tower was destroyed... We could have some time because, again, like maybe weeks between the mage tower falling and the spire kind of growing to the moon. Okay. So, like, maybe this thing will knock the mage tower down tonight. Maybe in two weeks. We don't know. Okay. We seem to have killed a lot of the guys. Um, and so, uh, Gendy takes off, and there's two more. Uh, there's the gravely wounded uh, mage. His name Thanks is. Thanks for being the voice of reason, Dan, with that uh, <laughs> NPC there. Uh, <laughs> Well, there's don't there, do that. You'll get killed. Uh, there's Ma- uh, Master yeah. Tetched is the really uh, wound one. Uh, yes, his name is Master Tetched. It's uh, T E C H T though. And then uh, Master Magnus is the guy who's trying to get kind of like some authority. And I saw Monster Magnus in Vegas. They were uh. awesome. <laughs> Master Magnus. Mas- not Monster Magnet. Oh, Master Magnus! I didn't see those guys. Marble Madness. So um, I was Master Magnus singing this morning in my garage. <laughs> so Marble Dang Madness uh, looks Master at you guys, and he's he's like, you know, uh, I, I I do want your help, but I, I you know we're, we we kind of need to sort of split off in a bunch of directions ourselves. We're a little rudderless right now, and you know, uh, what what uh, what Gendy's going to go do is kind of check in on the students. And we got to, you know, uh, kind of keep them happy. You know, they're kids. And, and, uh. Now they need to grow up. This is the real world. <laughs> Master Magnus kind of shakes his head. He's like, he's like, well, let me explain. Um, I think the reason we had the, the seance booked was because there was sort of a loophole in our respect structure. There's like one student in particular who's been nagging us to have some different kind of entertainment on campus, oh. something a little more dicey. He's like, we, we like to have a very traditional, very low key sort of mage college here. This is, this is the kind of college where we study a lot of lore. This is the kind of college where we want everyone to know the basics of magic before they just go running off on adventures. And, we take pride in the fact that we're not weird. But we had one student in particular 
who I'm like worried about. I want to know where she is. You know, she she might not even be in the dorm. I, I want to find her, make sure she's not consorting with one of the people she originally planned the seance do with. Do we have a map of this? I'm sure we do, right? Do we have? Uh, this, you don't have a map of the dorms? smaller area. Where you're you're in the mage tower right now, like right by the tree. So the dorms the are dorm? the dorms are just a little bit north. Okay. They're just like a quick jog, and they're built into a hillside. And didn't they, they say they were going? They were staying in the forest. The, yes. Yeah. However, they were invited to come onto campus tonight. Right. And so Master Magnus says he actually wants to rebook like one of their usual entertainers and just try to have like kind of like a chill thing going on in the dorms, but have it be heavily policed and have all the instructors nearby and just do something kind of like normal. It definitely seems like the time for a party. Well, he, he's like, but here's the thing. They don't have parties. Right, yeah. They have like, with the they have a bard who's like, the he tells you like, we have this guy who comes in and he's just like the equivalent of like a folk singer and he's been coming here for decades. And so... But that wasn't the show that was supposed no, to No, he this. was going to get a break. And so he was like going to be the, on the next town over. And I would just want to send a messenger to go bring this guy in and just kind of okay, tell well, the kids to calm down because they're where, kids. Where was, the la- where was the last place you saw the student? This girl. He, uh, Master Magnus kind of goes, oh, geez. If I'm being perfectly honest, it may have been in the woods. She, she doesn't like to hang out in the dorms uh, with the, the other students. The way he said it, I thought he was going to say his bedroom. <laughs> like, very, like, <laughs> My very pants. Very inappropriate. Um, no, he tells you um, her name is Dessa. a long Dessa. pointy hat on uh, the doorknob. <laughs> she, lo- she looks at you, Esmeralda. She says she's a half-elf, much like yourself, and I think it gives her a bit of a chip on her shoulder. Sorry, really funny. No, no, I know. There's all funny right, things happening. Right. Uh, uh, the, oh, my God, the worst part of listening back to the podcast yeah, is I mean, all, the, whizzy. all the jokes I talked over so I could keep the podcast moving. I'll be like, oh, I didn't laugh at that. God damn it. That was funny. That's all right. People notice them. Well, I hope so. Um, okay, yeah, so sorry. please keep interrupting me. Is what what I think. We're I'm going sorry. To. So yes, go go. Dessa is knock, this knock. half. Sh- <laughs> uh, this half elf student. He looks. He's 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 like you know how half elves can be. Like you know she had no relationship with her father, who was an elf and mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do yeah. with Typical. her mother. So. Uh, yeah, she she's always trying to push us to to be more of an experimental school, and we have none of it. Um, and so this was her idea because she went to a tavern off campus and met these elves. She said they were elves, not drow. You know, if she told me they were drow, I would have been like, oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and he says, now that I think about it, I think that the, the house of elves that was putting this whole thing on does sound like it was maybe drow. Like the whole thing seems kind of straightforward drow and we, we kind of stepped in it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I thought so. they had to sign a special, I thought we knew they were drow because they had to sign a special agreement, the students who were bringing them here. It, that's the thing, we, like, we they had to like make a magical pact where right. basically like if they weren't on their best behavior, uh, they would be unable to cast magic. If they, if they committed any sort of uh, out-of-bound spells... Right. You know, if they cast any out of bound spells, then they would be uh, rendered dispelled. All right. Well, do do we think we should go into the woods and look for this lost half elf and the drow? Well, I, I'm so this, this, lost. This, this pact is what kept the magic from happening, or was there something? You yeah, would, a, you would do all to the stop stu- the magic. He was like, "What we at first we thought." This was just some elves, uh-huh. and then we found out after we agreed to the whole thing that they were drow. And so we so had them sort of pact. like have this magical pact. But um, it was misrepresented. It's a house, he says the House of Fan, which, 
you know, once we told Archmage Sermanic it was House of Fane, he was like, those are drow dummies. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you letting drow on a campus for? And, and, but out of respect to Dessa and a desire that a lot of people had to make this uh, not just a boring mage college, yeah. we were going to go for it anyway because the research we did made it sound like this could be okay. Well, can we have it, whatever was going to stop them from casting spells? Can we somehow have that at the ready? It was going to stop the students, it, right? Yeah, he said, that's yeah. actually why I'm worried about them, and I want to make okay. them calm, because if them. they start casting spells in defense yeah. or anything, they're going to have basically dispel magic cast on themselves, right. and they will be rendered Got it. Okay. even more helpless. But what they can, if they don't cast an offensive spell, they can cast all sorts of uh, uh, insight spells, all sorts of you know uh, beneficial uh, passive spells that can help protect them in right. case of an emergency. But they'll all be rendered magicless if they start firing magic missiles around. Got it. Okay. So, um, so what is it, does anyone else think? I just thought the woods seemed like the next step. Well, they are lovely, dark, and deep. <laughs> Uh, Master Magna says uh, he would actually not mind going with you if that's where you want to go. Um, uh, he's trying to write. He's kind of rubbing Master Tet's shoulders right now and trying to heal him. He's trying to cast some healing spells on him, and he's like, "I need someone to go up in the tower." I was just there's gonna, 15 uh, more floors up that someone also has to go scout mm. uh, because there could be, you know, some kind of little clutch of dark elves up there. Somewhere. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, but so I he, also need to be healthed up. I would like to, but I don't want to split up the. We probably shouldn't do that, right? Or do you want? He says to? it. Oh, I'm absolutely not pushing for that because it makes it harder for me. So, like, I. But you're setting up two things. You mm -hmm. for choices. You're talking about things to be killed mm -hmm. upstairs. Um, to me, right? And I'm going to tell you in the voice of this NPC, as he's trying to heal Master Tetch, Master Magna says, "You all look really tired. I, I'm, I'm willing to gamble that we all try to rest." I feel like we bought ourselves maybe a night by killing all these guys oh, off. Okay. And if one of us well, goes I am down a lot. Yeah, and he's like, if one of us can just find Dessa, then maybe, you know, we can make sure that there's no dark elves showing up who are unexpected at this point. We already put the word out. We feel like we've sounded enough alarms that they won't even be able to get on campus, but I'm worried about this student. I'm worried she's like in trouble. Because she's a good kid. We can uh, tiny hut up, and uh, I'll sing some songs. We'll do some cure wounds. But then when are we going to get this girl? After we're better. Oh, but I thought he, he, he was says, saying He says, I've got a real hut <clears throat> you can rest in. There's actually Is he one... suggesting we rest and then go get the girl? Mm -hmm. Just yes. to be clear. Okay, then yes. let's just do that. Yes. Um, and a bing, he, bada boom. Yeah. Done. And he said, you know, let's all, there's, it's, he said the only problem is it's, it's by the outdoor theater where I want to try to like gather students. So there might be a little noise, but th I think it, you're going to find that there's certain magic alarms going off all night that might be a little distracting and there's no We'll be fine. We're way. used to, yeah. There's also a football game going on and we won. So there's going to be a lot of cheering. And, and Bodhi doesn't say this cares. out loud, but we all trust this guy, right? And, he looks like he's a little spooked, Master Magnus. He uh, looks like he's not enjoying this, and you, that, that seems convincing enough. Well, you feel okay. like he's kind of in uh, uh, damage control. Cool. So I, I would say that uh, unless you guys want to roll for insight or, or cool. something like that. And how many floors are left? No one has checked the top 15 floors. 
Okay. And um, what, I could do that. I fly. He he looks at you and goes, uh, "We'd have to actually spend a couple hours casting spells on you, or you would fly right into an invisible force and crush your head." Yeah, it feels like we're like wasting time that we should just be let's just rest and then okay. do it right if we're gonna sure. sounds good if that's what you know he, this guy slash dan telfer wants us to do then right. like, let's do that all right yeah so he he kind of you know he 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 pats uh master touch <laughs> on the back and he's like go go cast some protections on the 14th floor try to keep anything from coming down uh, okay what's the top floor uh, he said there's 15 more or 14. Yeah, and he said it's all libraries with dangerous magical spells, uh, some artifacts. and. Is there like a headquarters or an office? or? He said, honestly, that's where Sir Archmage Sermatic was killed, is sort of the office. <laughs> that's We've that's where one of the there. big fights he already yeah, had. Yeah. Is kind of a, uh, and a lot of stuff was gone. I think that's where most of it was, but yeah. there, probably, there might be one or two. Most of the more public areas you've been to at this point, and it's, it's so we can re- come, but we can come back. We're going to rest. We can come back or go to the woods once we're done doing that. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he he said, um, "You guys seem pretty keen on the woods. If you like, I can you know wake you up around two in the morning, and before the sun rises, we can head out into the woods just to make sure there's no surprises." Sounds good. Um, uh, and so uh, Tesh goes off. Uh, he starts heading down the stairs. You can follow him for now. Everyone's yeah. going to yeah. So he goes out on the main campus. Um, <clears throat> he waves down a student and says, uh, go, go. There's a tavern southeast of here. Go run over there and get Oak and Doink. He'll, he'll do the show tonight and he'll do the, the-, the theater and uh, kids will have Oak and Doink. So he goes, one of the kids goes to get Oak and Doink, who's going to be the substitute performer instead of the seance. Oak and Doink? Uh-huh. And then uh, Master, that. Master Magnus uh, walks you over to this little building. Um, it looks kind of like a cabin or like a, um, a beach house bathroom. It's got like, like sort of netting around the outside. Um, it feels very hippie. Uh, so you can sort of see through into the building a little bit. And you go in there and there's visitors bunks and, uh, you know, a, a sort of water closet built in and he's like you know I, try and rest we'll we'll turn off all the lamps in here and we'll just let's just can we set watches and do it yeah yeah mm-hmm. i'll go first okay cool. uh what can, can i get i'm 39 down can i get that and just in sleeping or can somebody else no you're gonna only be able to heal a little bit um well, i can do I can about, do uh, my Song of Rest. That's from this game, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody gets two. I circled it because like I also lost a lot. Oh, I'm going to say you don't. You don't. Eh, I know what you said. <laughs> uh, I'm going right to say because you you're in a very. You're suddenly in a um, in this cabin, and it's very peaceful, and you're able to forget a moment the horrible uh, stuff that you did. So bad. you don't take a you don't take a penalty, Twee. Um, it also helps that when you when you start casting Song of Rest, you hear another bard outside in the theater. We can, he forgets about killing that kid. Oh, yeah, exactly. The kid. Because there's another bard playing outside, it kind of distracts you enough. You forget that you uh, you nuked a, a bystander. He what? Innocent job. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> this I'm guy. Gonna, I'm gonna try to distract myself by healing my friends. And, but it uh, works. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm also going to try to also heal my friends that aren't in quotes. 
Uh, 10, 12. So. That's good. Oh, I'm going to put that on Brian, so that's yeah. 12. Does anybody else need a thing? Good. thank you. Um, everybody do a perception check. I will give you a quick description of what it's like as you go to sleep, and if you roll over a 15, I will give you uh, more specific details so you know what you're going to wake okay. up to. So I'm not I'm not rolling yet because I'm doing the... Let me get up my own you're doing first watch. This is, yeah, this is so more I don't for those for guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But everyone is about to go to sleep. You didn't get it? Did you get over 15? Oh, what am I rolling here? 20. Perception check. Give me a bonus, too. A four! No, you didn't get it. But it's plus two. Okay. Nine plus... My perception is high. I believe. Yeah, that's a great song. Your perception's 11. Yeah, so... so you actually get it. 20. Uh, all right, so um, for the most part, Bodhi and Twee, you just notice it feels like you're in a camping lodge. Uh, Tom, you notice that uh, the bard outside sounds like he's singing very silly songs. Uh, it sounds like he's like a goofy, kind of like weird entertainer. Um, weird Al? <laughs> kind of entertainer? Uh, his, name they, is, his name is Okendoink. Are they parodies Okendoink. of other uh, <laughs> bard songs? What'd you roll? 20. You notice they kind of sound like parodies of other bard songs. <laughs> um, but every once in a while, there's an original thrown in, right? Yeah, and the Nemo Phillips opened. Everybody's lurking by the meat bin. <laughs> uh, you're taking first watch. Roll uh, 20. Bologna. 16. So uh, you hear lots of popping noises during this concert that goes on for about two hours, and it just sounds like there's just weird magical alarms that are going off in a pattern. The first time you hear it, you're a little concerned, and then you hear almost the exact same noise an hour later, and you realize they're kind of just subtle student alarms to let everyone know that certain emergency right. protections are up, and you remember from your time at the College of Roke that there were similar, perhaps less open air versions of this that you would hear sometimes when you'd use a magical door, you'd be like, Oh, it made a clicking noise. And that means that there was a spell on it, but it's a practice spell for, for young people. Okay. Oh. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, that's what you notice. I'll say two hours go by. Uh, I think, do you want to swap hours? You want to, you want to get some yeah. rest yourself? I'll oh yeah, I do. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, take one. Okay. Uh, roll it up, Tom. I'm about to, Roll it, Roll it up, Tom. Tom. That's, that's what you were born to that's do. That's what I was born to do. Uh, 14, is that my perception again? Mm -hmm. so we got a surprise. huge bonus on that one. 25. Um, so uh, two more hours go by, the concert's still going. You notice a similar thing, but you're not quite as sure what they are because you're you're a goofy rogue, man. You, you, hey, come on. You're, you're, well, you're a goof. I'm arcane. You're, you're, you're suave. You're magical, uh, yeah, but but you right. but these kids they seem naive magical. to you. So yeah. the whole the, <laughs> the more you listen to this bard, the more you think he's 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 too goofy, man. Like what is what is this entertainment? And you start to wonder about. Uh, that sounds exactly like another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you roll. You're rolling. You've got this huge perception bonus, so I'm I'm giving you insight into yeah. this bard because he's kind of echoing through, and you just start going. I kind of get. Why this student Dessa hates this entertainment and tried to find a seance <laughs> mm -hmm. to replace it? Because you're just kind of like, 
kind of like it, though. It tried I mean, to get well, Bob maybe you Saget, like, but he was... I sure. Like I mean, if you want to make Tom like it, Tom can like it, but I think you also feel Tom like, it's, like it. it's really goofy. <laughs> it's like really... It's like these are young, angry, uh. hormone-filled kids, and and uh, you got the impression this entertainer comes here like every week. Wow. So uh, you hear a couple more hours like of that, and then uh, are you going to swap hours one more time as we approach the final two-hour stretch before it sounds like some yeah, campus guys are going to heal? I, I'm, I'm all healed up, so. I need more, yeah, but so I don't let him uh, I would let Bodie sleep if I was you guys because yeah. he got all fucked up. I yeah, can, yeah. And you know what? I don't, I'm an elf. I don't need a lot of sleep. So I can learn another. I can learn another cure wounds and like another cure. You sure can. All right, so we'll switch out. All right, roll a perception check for you. No, just one. Roll one twenty-seven. I was doing thirteen for his. Oh, uh, for your you're okay. You're up. Roll a perception check, so because that's what I was worried about because I was narcissistic and thinking about my job. Nineteen plus two. Oh, again, very good. Um. Sorry, it never happens. <laughs> I'm uh, you notice, proud of myself. You notice that the concert ends. And Thanks, uh, Tweet. Oh, sure. My pleasure. Do you think you hear crickets? And, oh, Blaine Capatch uh, is on. <laughs> <laughs> but you hear the students kind of filing away. You think they're walking um, sort of across the campus to the dorms to actually get their own rest, finally. And uh, you hear uh, some, some talking outside the door. Can I uh, can I put up my little elven stethoscope? Can I put up a hotel glass against the wall and listen in? Yeah. Roll here. It's still going to be a little tricky, even though there's not a lot of wall to this building. Let's do... Uh, I'm trying to think if this is stealth or perception. I think it's, it's, it's perception. It's a wisdom check. Wisdom so, check. For Twee, that's a plus six, and uh, you need a 15 to really hear much. Uh, I got a 13 plus six, which is oh, 19. lovely. So no, um, no, no. you hear a conversation between uh, only one Master thing that's Magnus. Not on four legs that can hear the frequency you hear Master... Superman, and that's you. <laughs> you hear Master Magnus geeking out uh, to this bard and telling him how much he loves his songs and how much he appreciates him coming here in short notice <laughs> and just like... He just, you know, he loves that he uses both like a drum and a lute and goes back and forth and it's just like really great and like he doesn't understand, you know, why he wasn't just booked like any other week this week and why there was that confusion and it won't happen again. He'll be the regular and, you know, there's been, there's been a lot of, it's been a really hard day, so just thank you. And he's just like gushing to this guy. Am I getting a, a feeling that maybe the other bard was charming people with his songs? Uh, yes. Okay. And you get a feeling that neither of so these two feel... It's like an Ed Sheeran kind of thing. And, but neither of them feel bad about it. You get a feeling like it was like a deliberate, like, like a charm to calm them down. And uh, oh, okay. you don't, the other guy doesn't talk much, but you, you do hear that it doesn't sound very human, his voice. He just kind of goes, ooh, ooh, okay, ooh, uh-huh. That's a uh, Captain and Tennille and Shmoo. <laughs> Is anyone else awake yet? Uh, right about the the at the end of the two hours, um, both uh, Master Magnus and uh, another bard enter the room, and uh, 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 depends on how light you guys are sleeping. You can just wake yourselves up or wait for Twee to do it. But <sighs> what the? I think we, you know what we could just kind of like pretend that we're sleeping and listen for a little while. Uh, is that what you would do? You think? You would, would you hear them kind of walking towards the door, and you would be like, "Oh, I want to hear more of what the what's going on yeah, with this guy." Yeah. 
perk up my little pointy ears. Sounds interesting. Yes. Um, I would say uh, you guys would notice if you if you were starting to wake up that that Twee all of a sudden kind of tiptoes over to his bed and climbs into his bed, and you're like, oh, what is he's okay. adorable. So we're listening. So um, uh, Master Magnus go- comes in and he is with this uh, creature that's like eight feet tall. It's about as tall as you two. Um, uh, but he's got a loot strapped to his back and, uh, Master Magnus is telling him how, oh, there's this empty bunk over here. You can sleep there for tonight. And, uh, you know, don't worry about these guys. They're here to help protect the campus and, uh, just go get some rest. Thank you so much. And he goes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And he starts getting ready to go lay down. Stop. That's what I was thinking. Do a sleight of hand check, difficulty 18. Where's that dex? Um, it's, its, it's, it's, it's its own check. subset of dex that oh, you get okay. extra bonuses on, I believe. Right, got it. So. Oh, yeah. You get a plus eight. Yeah, so it's 26. All right. You, uh, you see his, his uh, magical instruments have a, a pale blue aura, but he is just swirling gray. Well, that's good. So he's minty. <laughs> and yeah, he, he starts kind of, he gets in the bed and it's creaking because he's gigantic and he's trying to get comfortable and you hear him kind of go. Okay, I wake up. Okay. I say hi. To, hit, to the guy sleeping? Yeah. He goes, oh, hey, what's going on? Sorry, I'm just trying to sleep. Oh, sorry. Enjoy your rest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And Roll to stare at him while he tries to sleep, and uh, he he tries to go back to sleep, tries to get sleep. I just stare at him. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He's I, uh, definitely like rolling around like he's not. Yeah, that's cool. I just wanted to see if he seemed normal-ish. I he seems a little strange, but but yeah, he seems doofy. Yeah. Okay. I got that. Um, I was ready to fill up a pillow with soda cans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you as you have that conversa- uh, conversation, um, uh, Master Magnus uh, case, I mean, walks over and he says in kind of hushed tones, like, if you guys are ready, I'm ready to go on the expedition to find Dessa in the woods. Let's, uh, do, let's it. do it. All right. Should we kill this guy before we leave? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Street. we should kill I feel like we should kill this guy before we leave. Blame by choice is now holding yeah, no, no. Now, do you Oh yeah. <laughs> display any hostility towards no, no, the No, no. I think we're kidding. I think no. we're kidding. Yeah. No. But I'm I'm serious. This guy's going to pop up later and try to kill us. <laughs> I mean, he's not a kid, but <laughs> as you guys get ready to to leave the room, he goes, uh, "Master Magnus goes, you guys you guys did miss quite a concert. It was really good." Blue is like blessing or something like positive on the instruments, and he's like just a gray. Mm, Yeah. All right. Okay. (laughs) He could just he could just just be neutral. He could be like a neutral evil guy. He's he was like, oh man, you're a bard. You get you must get that all the time. People just love your live shows. And do you still do a lot of live shows? I'm mostly studio these days. Uh, so he takes Doing you guys stuff the, with danger mouse. Never meet your heroes. He uh yeah, he <laughs> he gushes a little more about Oak and Doink as as he walks you guys to to the uh to the um to the edge of the woods and uh he says, Okay, so here's 
the deal. Uh, I checked in with the other instructors. Dessa did not come back last night. Uh, she is the only student who is unaccounted for other than Zerus, who we think is either uh, dead at the or at, hidden at the top of the tower, and uh, Rodney, who is either dead or at the top of the tower. Two students Rob. went into the mage tower and never came out, and we okay. never found their remains. So, oh, hell, but I'm not getting no respect in the tower. Hell, <laughs> There's three no missing respect. students, and this is the one that we haven't seen in oh, so one 24 is, hours. She's in the forest, or, and two are upstairs? Is that what we're saying? I don't know where she is. Right. Yeah, you... Guys uh, killed one of them almost by accident. Yeah, the guy that took us in the tower. Oh, he was a hostage, and then he died. That was Rodney. Yeah, he got trapped in a in a a burning room, and and you 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 guys ran through the fire and left him there. So he's either dead after you hit him with a sword, though, right? Not on purpose. Correct. That's true. Who hit him with the sword? You did. Because it was black. There's oh, a yeah, there's yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. sort of like bright. I do remember that uh, fog, I, and you I, swung yeah, your sword into it, yes. and you you heard him yelp. Yeah, poor guy. Um, My fog. If I may, poor he, he, get, he gets no respect. So um, poor Rodney. But you guys are heading to find Tell this. You. Uh, you haven't met her yet. Uh, this half elf named Dessa, and um, so uh, Master Magnus says, you know, as we as we go in here, be a little careful. Uh, one of the reasons. This whole thing makes me nervous is because I've been in this college for over 20 years and we've never had this problem, but there is an old drow cave in the woods that's been sealed off for a long time. And all this drow talk, I was like, that's probably a coincidence. I think maybe we should start with the cave. Sounds good. Okay. Um, there is a, uh, there's an old hermit. We don't need to go into the tower at all. He was like, well, I, I would love to go into the tower the second I find Dessa. I'm, okay. I'm worried so about this kid. He's okay. making it pretty clear. This is. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's a teenager. Okay. She's very powerful for her age, but she's also really stubborn. She's like Emma Gonzalez. <laughs> you, want, you want to applaud Emma Gonzalez? How dare you? <laughs> I was not. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, was I immediately just put it on you all serious. <laughs> Um, he says, uh, "Try not to." Really, <laughs> she really loves guns. He, oh he um, Master Magnus swallows really hard and says, uh, "You know, now that I think about it, this hermit, you might, you might uh, take pause when you meet him. Uh, he is unusual himself, and I feel like I'm, there's been a lot of reckoning for my my school today. So, uh, you know, uh, but he's." Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Quagoths, but he's a Quagoth. Wait, when we meet who? I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of this. Uh, you this were making hermit fun of me. that lives near the cave, and oh, he's okay. sort of he's he's always he's just like this goofy guy who lives in the woods. That's what people from Boston call gay. Taggart. <laughs> so so he's like Quagoth. We're, we're gonna have to meet this Quagoth. These people love something. Uh, his name's ha- some kind of Quagoth. <laughs> Uh, his name's is his name is Heglish. Ken just uh, went home. That was so weird. Yeah, it was weird. I've never seen him get up and <laughs> he leave just before. Blurted something out and left. He's, look, he's just peeling out and heading down the street. Finally, oh, he's back. Um, so yeah, he said this guy's name's Heglish. He's weird, but I want to talk to him and just see if he's noticed anything weird. He's really old. I don't know if you've ever met a Quagath, but usually they're not pleasant. This guy's fine. He's like elderly. He's, he's okay. probably I'm harmless as far as I know. Okay, we're fine. Let's go. So you uh, you walk for a few minutes. Um, the, the woods are very dark. Um, and uh, 
you just hear this weird buzzing noise and um, all of a sudden Master Magnus pulls out a wand. Um, it's just, you know, do you hear that? And all you heard was a buzzing, but he seems to be really concerned. Yeah, it's just a buzzing. Can we... Why are you reassuring me? I Why mean... is he concerned? <laughs> Maybe it's yeah, what do, you, what do you think it is? What do you think it is? I think I saw a very large aura when I saw... I, I, can, I can, you know, I'm... I'm running on a lot of special spells right now and i i think i he's like i think Five i our energy he's like i think i saw some i think i saw like a very like evil presence when i heard that buzzing sound so i was like that at bonnaroo a couple years back can we can we like roll can we roll for that yeah yeah it? everybody do a perception check i'm still rolling from the second week at coachella i miss bay that was supposed to be great but second one was just a blur eight 15 nine Hey Dan, can I ask you? Do I have a bonus to What's my this initiative? Role? Perception. Perception. This is perception. Is that what you want the bonus for the your quick, initiative? Guys. Oh, just for initiative, actually. Yeah, you 19. have. That's good. Nineteen is great. Yeah, to twenty, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see a bonus for initiative for you. Okay, just curious. You might have one, but um, in 5th edition, they don't make that uh, easy on D&D Beyond oh, yeah. anyway. You didn't earn it. Hmm. What did you roll for your perception? <laughs> uh, an 8. Uh, plus 4, okay. so 12. Um, Tom and Bodie are the only ones who are going to see something special, so tell me what you're looking for now that you know that you should be sort of... This aura he was talking about. So you're looking for an aura, or you do, yeah. do you bust out the I'm scarab? Using, using scarab? And what are you doing? Looking for a quag. Just, I don't know how I would. But, uh, you're, just, you're just looking around, seeing if you can yes. if you can pin down the buzzing noise. I'm just singing uh, the greatest hits of that bard. I really loved his work. And <laughs> Oak and doink. I guess I didn't perceive anything, so I'm just going to keep going. Master Magnus is like, oh my god, I'll make, I'll make sure I get you one of his we'll songs. We'll set up a tape trading thing. It's yeah, gonna be awesome. yeah, you've got a bard right here. Maybe he could learn some Oak and Doink stuff. Um, and so. Uh, you, Tom, you do see a bright red, uh, or I'm sorry, is it, is it red? No, no, it's not red. You see, um, it's magical. Uh, you see, shit, let me Orange? pull up. Green? I have to pull Blue? up. <laughs> More super magical. Magical. Oh, chemicals, topical. <laughs> and they sent me away to orange. tell me how to be. Orange. You see, you see, an, you see something Whimsical. orange. Orange going <laughs> like like about five feet overhead. Uh, and and you spot it, Brian. Portugal. What? It's 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 very dark, but but you're but you're half orc, and you can see um you're following what he's following. You, you start watching. Travel. You start watching Tom and his scarab, and you're you're able to pinpoint where the weird buzzing noise is. Mm -hmm. And um, Master Magnus says, uh, uh, "I'm having a hard time pinning the aura down. I don't know what that device you have it's right is." Right over there. Mm -hmm. Why don't you? It's you, over there. Let's let's try you. <laughs> you, the second you get a clear shot, clear shot, point at, and I'll zap it out of this. All hand. right. So, uh, what we're gonna do here for this is uh, you're going to roll a, another perception check, uh -huh. um, and <clears throat> it's gonna the higher the number, the the better the odds that he's gonna hit it, basically. Sure. But uh, you need a fifteen for him to hit it because it's really. 
So eight. Nineteen. Eight plus. Yep. So he's gonna hit. Um, you have a plus three. eleven. Uh-huh. Holy crap! Yeah. Got good perceptions. Wow. That's why you let him keep the scare of farseeing, even though he forgot to use it for like <laughs> ten episodes. Uh, Very perceptive. So, um, Zot, uh, he shoots a green bolt out of his wand and it, and it, it collides. All four of you notice it collides with something in the air and it, it just hisses and fizzles and lands on the ground. Let's go get it. Yeah, rent it. Um, so he, he runs over to it with you guys. Is it my neighbor's drone? And he starts kicking it (laughs) and he says, uh, he says, uh, some kind of fairy. Uh Uh-huh. Does he look familiar? Oh, no. Uh, you, you get a little closer. No. What? What's going on? We've done this to Gago. <laughs> Gago's not in this. A very anyway. familiar NPC to these guys. Someone who traveled back in oh, time in 1,500 years. Is he dead? You see an unconscious, It's. it looks like it might be dead, uh, evil-looking fairy with, with jet black hair. But is it Gago? And, huh? Is it Gago? It's Gago. <laughs> Dude, we gotta heal him. <laughs> All right, I'll heal him. God damn God it! How many times have we fucking killed this, this guy? This is the fourth time that you have delivered a critical strike against him, thinking he was just. Okay, wait. Go back though. So there's no way Bodhi, when Bodhi, when Bodhi uh, realized what where it was coming from, it was Bodhi, dark. Yeah, but Bodhi still had no idea it was Gago. You know, it things like this. Sound like, but it doesn't sound like noises I like to he's just, made before. It's like Bodie and Brian are just the same guy. <laughs> but seriously. But did you... you Bodie did, rolled he, high on perception, though. If I'm you saying. had questioned what it was at any point, I would have had you roll a wisdom check. <laughs> All right. And I would have told you straight up that's Gago. <laughs> but... You guys were 100% on board with Zappa. You're right. You're right. So why is it or why was he orange? Uh, you believe orange means something is cursed. And if you know Gago, he's got a little wand. He's probably got some cursed equipment on okay. him. He's, I don't know Gago. Dude has the worst luck. No, you don't know Gago. And you notice... Uh, oh, my God. Fucking Gago. Uh, the, the more you look at him, you realize he's a little big for a pixie. He's kind of heavy. He looks like he drinks too much. And... Um, he's a pixie. He's not a fairy. Uh, okay. So he's he, yeah, he's straight. a weird he's a weird species of pixie that looks you don't think you've seen him before. And it's because he is from an island called Amina that's in the middle of the ocean, and he evolved fifteen hundred uh, years. In can this Magnus? Can we? Hey, this guy's our friend, and you won't believe this. He says, what? <laughs> you won't believe this, but we've killed this him. This is four clearly times. an evil. I know, but he's, but he helps us. He, I actually have grown to like the guy, and I feel kind of shitty for that he's gotten killed four times. He says, "Okay, uh, I just healed him. He doesn't look like he he's a very durable creature, but he's not waking up. Like I zapped him real good. All right, um, I'll carry him. All right, he, he helps you find a pouch that you yeah. can kind of tuck him in." Um, <laughs> But he's not dead. You notice his, his little chest is going up and down, and you hear, like, you know, a little, oh. Um, is this one of those videos of something dying in a pool and somebody bringing it back to life? Like no, that prairie dog prairie thing? Just, I saw that too today. There's, like, a bunch of those that videos. Was a All of a sudden, there's these things drowning, and guys bringing them back to life, bringing back tiny I both creatures. Found it rapture. I was like, uh, I was, this is both incredibly touching, and maybe... 
it has rabies. Like, I was just like, the, the very simplistic take on finding a dead animal. Or at least just, brain damage. Right, yeah. right, right. It was, it was dead for four minutes in a pool. <laughs> that was really disturbing for me today. So, okay, uh, Master Bigness. Anyway, long um, story short. I fished live bunnies out of that pool right out back. Twice, okay. twice, and like perfect timing. Boy, oh my god, you're delicious. Wait, you're an internet hero and Capture there's no them. video evidence? No, well, why would I? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> um, one time I was taking out the garbage and I heard a splash and went, that's weird, and then ran over and this thing was trying to find the side and I uh, uh, used uh, the thing and got it out. And then another thing, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good for you. Yeah, that's great. And but see, that one wasn't like floating already dead. Right. Like it was. Oh, like, these guys. That's what happened. Uh, it was like an unconscious prairie dog. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Master Magnus says, "All right, now let's you keep going." Your I found a dead rat and I made out with it. Does that count? <laughs> now, are you talking about Gago or? Okay, so you um, you head a little farther and he gets to this you know little cabin next to a cave and it's very the two things are very close they're in a pretty big clearing there's this big sort of cleaving in the rock no trees around it just sort of like this this rocky wound in the ground and uh, there's this little cabin next to it and he says uh, that's Heglish's cabin I want to go see what's going on uh, he knocks on the door um, and after a couple of moments it opens and you see this sort of hunched over creature with bright white hair all over its body bright fur um it's got sort of the face of a hyena and uh these sort of just like white eyes and he's just sort of nodding at everything these two are talking about do you want to go join the conversation or check out the cave what do you want to do oh scare him yeah you can scare him uh, don't notice anything but just a pale gray swirly aura i'm listening uh, to the conversation yeah let's listen in so the two of them are talking. Away from Magnus anyway. There's a lot of small talk. Uh, Master Magnus is asking him how how he is. Um, yeah, do, do do you want me to tell you a little bit about Quagath? Is you want to roll to see if your dungeon master imparts any lore on you? Yes. Sure. Sure. Let's make this a a history check difficulty of fifteen. Uh, I got sixteen. I'll, I'll give you more details the more people who make the roll. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. One detail. What's the point of being like an you... Elder's Knight so scholar close. if I just keep I missing so all these What's your roles? bonus? It's four, but I still That's didn't get good. it. pretty good, no. Twelve? Yeah, it's and intelli- your history bonus is four, so you got it. Or did you include no, a bonus? All right, so with, only with tweet. Bonus is 12. Uh, you remember, tweet, that these, these guys typically are pals with Drow. Uh, so, yeah, you, you realize this guy, uh, Heglish. Uh, and it, the Quagoth is, yeah, these people are usually friends of the drow. They're, they're servants of the drow. And they're cannibals, and they're real nasty. They're, 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 they're sort of monsters. They've descended from, you know, a, a, an above-ground species that was once more sentient. Um, it's but, like the descent. They were, but the cannibals, so they eat each other. Uh, they, but they're, they they feed desperately for meat. So, but the guy's so talking to him like he knows him, right? So mm-hmm. And he like seems real too. old and docile. He seems okay. like if you if you were to pat his head, you could hurt him. So, what are they saying? What's Sounds he like saying? a Morlock. Um, mm. As they kind of get past the small talk, um, you see Master oh, Magnus. Oh. Jesus Christ! Been, uh, so burpy. He's had his terrible cold. Internal burps. <laughs> you have a cold? No. 
Sorry, everybody. We're we're, okay. we're recording this podcast in uh, Denver, the Mile High City, where uh, everybody's really gassy. <laughs> I guess we should have mentioned that. At the top oh my of the god, what a great excuse that would be! So, um, also, also explains why it's taking me longer to cook all my noodles. I'm glad that I only have like a few hours of exposition prepared uh, because otherwise. I would never get it all into these episodes. I'm trying to. You're the one talking at a snail's um, pace right now. We're about to finish it's just... infuriating how right now, instead of giving this sort of lecture... And I we're done. Be... Master Magnus gets concerned because Heglish goes kind of straight from his small talk to saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's my friend the drow, we're just here. And he's like, what do you mean? There hasn't been drow in these woods that I've seen in a long time. I thought, I thought this cave was sealed off. I mean, like, we were all kind of glad this cave... He's like, oh, no, you know, my friends came by asking about this just the other day. And it seems like he's proud to have met some drow, and he's too old to know it's a bad thing. So, um, uh, you know, Master Magnus kind of invites you guys over and says, uh, yeah, this isn't, this is really bad, because it sounds like, you know, Heglish over here has befriended a couple of drow that are wandering around the woods. Did they and, go in the cave? Uh, Heglish hears you say that and says, oh, of course. That's where her cloak is. Whose cloak? Zinzarina. Oh, you know Zinzarina? Of course. Who doesn't know Zinzarina? Are you waiting for her uh, resurrection? No, but it sounds like it could be interesting. I mean, that's, that's all my friends can talk about. Her yeah. cloak is in there. Yeah, her cloak is right in that cave. They come asking about that cave all the time. I tell them, oh, you know, the Mage College sealed it off long centuries ago. There's no way you can go in there. They, they seem very interested in going We should go in there and have something happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps... I mean, without thinking. You will freeze and everyone turns into a color pencil drawing. The end? Yep. I think we're, yeah. we're at time, aren't we? Oh, we have five minutes. Um, so Blaine, sing for five minutes. Stretch. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't I give you guys a, a chance to talk to Hedlis yeah, a little I'd bit? Love this to. goofy old quagoth. I'd love to. I'm, just, I'm a little pitchy. <laughs> um, so did they go inside? So they wanted to go inside the cave? They, they want to, yeah. But you can only go about 20 feet in that cave before the, the rock is just heavy and granite and uh-huh. there's no there's no break in it. You know, this is rock that was summoned from deep in the earth to seal it and off. And was Dessa with them at any point? Um, he says, uh, oh, well, you know, they do have that friend, that young elf. I don't know her name, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a young elf, I think, that, that hangs out with my, my drow friends. Have have uh, was his face yeah describe her. Hagrid is like I don't know her name. She seems very shy. She always has a hood pulled up. She seems to not want to get my attention. How long has she been hanging out with them? Oh, I don't know. It's been a moon or two, I suppose, which is very upsetting to uh, Master Magnus. He seems to not like how this is turning out. No, huh. he was lusting after the girl. <laughs> Do we? Uh... <clears throat> Do we think she's long gone or? Can't really tell. I mean, Heglis just thinks all this Zinzarina talk is great. It just sounds fun that there's like a magical goddess's artifact right out in his backyard. So he's just kind of acting like an old guy who someone found a dinosaur so skeleton they, in his backyard. He's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just people been asking about it. Has anybody tried to retrieve it? 
So oh, that's all those three want to do is they want to retrieve it. But they, the three of them, they don't know how to do it. They some, I'll, some, I'll let them sit there and cast some spells. You know, they're not too noisy. They keep pretty quiet. I'll, I'll come out and bring them some fish from the river, and we'll, we'll have a little meal, and then they'll just go about their business. And I'll go back to my house, and you know, that's that. Well, Where yes. are they? Dude, her cloak is in there. They're trying to get the cloak out of oh, right. the Okay. What do they think the cloak's going to do? Um, he says he's not sure. He's just, he thinks it's exciting because it could, it could bring back Zinzarina, whoever, mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. as you all may know, uh, is, is theoretically dead. How long or has on it the been moon. in there? How long have people <laughs> known it's been in there? Um, so it seems like something that people would get killed trying to get. Master Magnus puts a hand on your shoulder tweet and says, I didn't know there was a goddess's cloak in this cave. Uh, that's shocking. That's not good. Um, <laughs> And uh, that's a dead god, like that's, and it's a drow god. This is a this is a particular goddess who's sort of known for her cruelty, who's known for illusion magic, who's known for murder. Uh, she was basically an assassin goddess. So this is all all bad news. So do you have any ideas of how how to get into the cave? Uh, he says. A little bit. This was sort of Archmage Sermenic's secret. Um, there was a few just sort of ancient secrets that only the Archmage was allowed to know. And they, he goes, uh, uh, there is a book about it in the upper floors of the Mage Tower. Oh. Uh, would, do you think it would uh, be a good idea to retrieve it and try to destroy is. it? Hmm? Do you think maybe you should try to destroy this cloak? He said, I thought we all but." destroyed this cave by sealing it off that granite wall that's about 20 feet in i mean that's 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 almost as deep as that mage tower you know i don't i don't know what what they're up to or what they mean by her cloak is right there but it's washing in hot um and the the quagoth uh is just sort of like laughing because he feels like he's getting more attention and he starts asking you guys what your names are and how about that? Ask you if you want to <laughs> ask you if you want to come in and have some fish. Yeah, uh, we we got to get back to the, the tower. It seems like yeah. Never. yeah, Master Magnus really is nice like uh, never, I've never, wants us to have I tell fish. him it was really nice to meet him. God, I've never I had a quagoth like but... before. Hmm? I tell him it was really nice to meet him. I've never met a quagoth before. Oh, and it was, he, he's he kind of lights up and he's like, "Oh, thank you." Yes, yes. I haven't seen another one of my kind in almost thirty years. So thank you, thank you. Um, and um. And so you you get kind of like a bundle of information. Um, the two drow that were visiting Heglish went by uh, the names Parishry and Viesta. Sure. Uh, you're not sure what kind of wacky uh, fake name that could be, but that's sounds like something with a lot of side effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your dungeon Viesta is right for you. Yeah. If you're allergic to Viesta, but uh, you you get the impression yeah, that Viesta. Master Magnus is is starting to get a little pissed at Dessa and is, is abandoning his concern and is like, well, if she's coming here asking about a Drow God at artifact, like without, you know, he, he's like, I feel like I'm I'm pretty sure that was her. That sounds like the kind of nonsense that she would get caught up in and um it makes sense that then she would say she found at a local tavern these drow like these these could be drow that you 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 adventurers have already killed i'm not sure if it's if like in the body count as we yeah. go through all those 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 bodies up in the mage tower if if this parishry and viesta are amongst them but um but uh, dessa wasn't i would have known if i saw 
Dessa mixing around up there. So uh, I think it's time for us to head back to the tower, unless you want to check anything else out in this Wait, forest. Wait, did we not think that Dessa's not in the forest? Or He's like, she's in the she's in the forest or she's in the tower. The tower got they, turned. They, they, they thought they we were going to, get, to the forest. We, we, but they haven't been able it. to get this cloak. They, you're in uh, it, yeah. They're try- and they, there's a book that might tell them how to get to it that's right. in the tower. So we should uh, okay. keep that book away Yeah, from Archmage Sermanic, like in one of the upper, like very top floors, kept a book. Okay, got um, it. That, that, I follow all that, but I was still wondering about the girl. Yeah, but. and he's like, I'm concerned, but it sounds like she's been, you know... Like, we thought she was a victim, but it turns out that she might oh, correct. Gotcha. be a correct. perpetrator. She's, she's been pulling a little bit of a Kylo Ren, right, okay. check, checking out Snoke's Spoiler stuff. Uh, whoops. Um, she's a bit of a flibberty gibbet. Um, that's some 2015 Kylo Ren information <laughs> I feel pretty good. Anyway, you, you, do, you get the sense that he feels betrayed enough that he's like, you know, if she's in the woods... I'm less concerned about her. I feel like there's a solid chance that she and some drow or whatever those more pale, gross-looking elves are, they're hey. they're hiding up in the tower. Okay. And he says, "Not you. You're one of the good ones." Uh, oh, oh my god! It just got so no, no, it just no, got no, so no. dog whistly in here. No, you know he um he didn't mean that in any kind of disparaging way towards elves. He's talking about those lunar elves, which they they stick out. You know, they're, they're almost sad eyes. they look almost the opposite of drow <laughs> yeah. to to him. Um, yeah, yeah, because the drow have have jet black skin and these have pale white skin. So. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. he means those. He doesn't like those, and he's back. worried there's more in the tower with Dessa. Back so. to the tower. All right. All right. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. Was that uh, 13 or 12? That was 12. All right. Um, Thanks for listening. I want to yeah. plug something real quick. It'll have been... No, no. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, I wanted to plug something. Hey, Brian, I got something no, really... No, 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 no. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing with us. Oh, fuck it. You go first. Oh, gee, no, fuck. Yeah, um, this has nothing to do with the show, so I just kind of want to like uh, remind myself to say it. Um there's this dude, uh, Blaine, you might remember. Remember this guy? He went by the Twitter handle Seth Goodtime? Yes. He, he, he won Hashtag Wars a couple times. He literally played every Hashtag War for four years. I remember Seth Goodtime. And yes. he, would, he would get involved in all of like the digital pods games and stuff. Uh, he got mugged and stabbed real bad Whoa. last Friday. So I tweeted out a GoFundMe link, and I'll, I'll tweet it out again. But like, Holy he's, crap, where does he live? Uh, Texas, ah. outside of Austin. And uh, he just, yeah, it was random. He was walking on the street, didn't take his wallet or anything, but like stabbed him a lot. Wow. Jesus. And he's, yeah, he's huge uh, ambulance bill. He's still he's, critical? Or he's, or no, he's no, okay. No. He, and he's conscious, no. but like he had to get stapled back together. It was rough. Jeez. So uh, I just want to say, like, uh, check out my Twitter feed. I'll retweet it again around the time this episode drops. But uh, it'd be great if you could throw him some money because now he's a bunch of money in the hole. And uh, I, no, I regret crazy. that uh, Olat Midnight's not around, that we couldn't just do like a huge like push yeah, to like yeah, get, this guy, get this guy, get this guy's drag. Some money, so uh, shout out to Seth. Good time, you feel better, man. I hope by the time this episode goes out, that uh, you, you're not even in pain. Time. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, BrianChrisane.com, all that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nerd Poker. You can follow us at patreon.com slash nerdpoker, and you get bonus episodes from there. And you can also uh, send us anything at P.O. Box 16069, Encino, California, 91416. Thanks for listening.
today Teller was on the show that I was mm-hmm. shooting and um it's so subtle but so amazing cuz I, I are you a fan you yeah. you're probably yeah. a fan yeah. I love that dude and um I've always liked him more even than Penn I love Penn and Teller sure, but sure. I've always been more of a Teller fan <laughs> Well Penn is so outgoing like yeah. you're going to have an and opinion about Penn's kind of a mouthful caught this and it was I was so happy that I caught this um, a wardrobe person or a makeup person he asked for a tissue uh-huh. and he blows his nose and um, <laughs> he made it disappear <laughs> and I was so fucking happy <laughs> like he did the sleight of hand shit and just like it's so second nature and I lost it I saw it from 20 feet away and I was so delighted you know he doesn't have waist cans in his house <laughs> His really baggy pants. Uh, he, he did so uh, great. Penn and Teller did uh, at midnight, and uh, I was writing with them backstage, and they're sitting there trying to figure out what tricks they're going to do. And uh, Teller's like, "Hey, why don't I just do this?" And he just opens his mouth like he's throwing up, and fifty cent pieces start pouring out of his mouth in the dressing room. And he's like, "What do you think of that?" Like, like just real serious. Like, what, you think that'll work? Like, where did you get a sinuses full of fifty cent pieces? <laughs> it's fantastic.